Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast. This is episode 880, my book reflection. Today's book is The Power of Discipline, Seven Ways It Can Change Your Life. And this is a book by Brian Tracy. I hope you enjoy. G'day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Hidden White Podcast, my book reflections. How the heck are you guys? I hope you're very well. Guys, I love books. I freaking love books. I believe books have the power to transform lives. It was Warren Buffett that said that the most important investment you can make is the investment in yourself. The investment in oneself will not only raise the quality of our life, it will also help improve the lives of everyone else around us. Books can assist us to improve within the six fundamental life principles, health, growth, relationships, expression, contribution, and significance. And when we massage these elements continually in our lives, we'll move into heightened levels of liberty, fulfillment, and happiness. I'm a living testament to the nourishment the books deliver. They are like the manure to our soul. They help us shift perspectives, raise awareness, develop understanding, discover greater purpose, seek truth, nurture compassion, and transform lives. A few years back, I set myself the goal of reading more. The target was to read a book a week, and that's why this segment exists. It held me accountable to that goal, and now it's a sustainable habit that I'm absolutely grateful for. By sharing these books, guys, I hope to encourage and inspire you to read more. It also provides me a platform to express my thoughts and increase my understandings of what I've learned. This is the Hidden Wife podcast, guys. This is my book reflections. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so by purchasing any of the books that you hear in this review through the links at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed today's book reflection. I'll speak at the other end. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's solo rant. I'm doing a a little bit of a mix of a book reflection and my own thoughts on self-discipline. I hope you enjoy it. I've just uh, listened to this book actually, audio book by Brian Tracy, and it's titled The Power of Discipline, Seven Ways It Can Change Your Life. So uh, Brian Tracy, for those of you who don't or haven't heard of him, he spent his life training development, developing organizations and individuals um, to help them with their business and personal goals and to help them achieve these goals faster and easier. Uh, one of his popular books that I read a few years ago now, one of the first books I got into when I was getting into self-development was a book called Eat That Frog. And this book, Eat That Frog, outlines why tackling the biggest, hardest and most important tasks first each day is the key to overall effectiveness. And it is, it's just one topic for that book that makes it really powerful. It's a short read, it's about one topic. And I think since I read that book and implemented that idea into my day-to-day life, I did notice a major improvement in my effectiveness. And that's one thing I love about Brian Tracy's writing. It's on a particular topic, a particular focus to help you in that particular area. And if you just listen to the simple message and ideas, practices, etc., that he's got, you can actually improve um, for whatever that topic is all about. This book, um, Self-Discipline or The Power of Discipline, Tracy focuses on that, the power of discipline. And it's not really necessarily about the power of dif- uh, discipline. Whilst he he does talk about why discipline is so important and why the most successful people in the world have a high level of self-discipline. That's certainly the power of discipline. He really touches on in this book how we can go about living a more disciplined approach to all aspects of our lives and how we can create that that level of self-discipline so we can go on to achieve those things that that we really want to achieve. So again, specific focus, uh, very easy to consume, very digestible, 
but very practical as well. A lot of good stuff in this that you can take away and just work on in your own lives to help you with that discipline and therefore your overall success, whether that's in your business or in your personal lives, this is what it's all about. Self-discipline defined. So Tracy um, does define self-discipline and I think it's a really good definition of self-discipline. Here we go. Self-discipline is the ability to make yourself do what you should do when you should do it, whether you feel like it or not. Self-discipline is the ability to make yourself do what you should do when you should do it, whether you feel like it or not. And I absolutely love this. I think I really love it because our personal success is reliant on this ideal of discipline. Uh, As Tracy illustrates, self-discipline is the difference between winning and losing. It's the difference between greatness and mediocrity. And I know that we all want to achieve greatness in our lives and discipline can help you get there. Now, for me personally, there are many things every day uh, in my life that I certainly do avoid. I'm a pretty disciplined by nature anyway, I think, and I've certainly developed a higher level of self-discipline in my day-to-day routines. But certainly there's a lot of things that I do and avoid and there's probably a number of tasks and behaviors uh, every week that I don't do even though I should do it. And I think we can all relate to that. There's always those things that we go, I know I shouldn't do this, but I'm doing it. Or I know I should do that, but I'm going to avoid it and do this. And I think the reason for this is because our emotional center is largely in control of our lives. We are ruled by our emotions and how we feel rather than the logical side of things. And I think emotions overrule logic, even if we know it's important, even if if, if we know it's good for us, we can still become or succumb to our emotions over the logic. Um, and you know we all can relate to that. I know I shouldn't eat this bit of pizza right now because I'm on a diet or I'm trying to lose weight, but you know what? I've just had a bad day and I feel like eating it and so I'm going to do it. Um, we all do this, yeah? We all do it every day. So self-discipline is important for that. Again, it's going back to making sure we do what we do when we should do it regardless of how we feel. So don't let those emotions grip us and take us away from what we want to achieve. In this book, it's not just about the power of discipline and why discipline is so important. It's more really about how we can develop our discipline. And Tracy outlines seven key areas critical to developing strong self-discipline. And these include goals, time management, personal health, responsibility, character, courage, and finances. Now, I'm not going to go through each one of these. I think you need to read the book and listen to what Tracy has to say about them. But what I will say is that like most things in life, self-discipline also starts with knowing what we want. We need to become absolutely clear on our dreams and goals. And once we know this, it is then simply a matter of adopting and following a process until we achieve success. I often talk about knowing our why and our why is our reason for doing what we do. And if we're not really clear on our why, our purpose, and this is going to be different for all of us, but whatever it is that we want to achieve, whatever our purpose is, whatever our why, whatever our reason, if we're not convinced that that's our reason, regardless of what sort of processes we put in place, regardless of what sort of routines we try and create, we're going to become easily unstuck if our why isn't that strong, if we're not connected to the reasons why we do what we do. So it's important. We need to know why we do what we want to do and we need to be clear on that. So that's step one. Decide on what you want and make sure you're connected to this and connect to it every single day. 
Um, this could be a simple thing. This could be a, uh, you know, washing the dishes. It could be a major thing. It could be a life goal. So short-term, long-term goals. Regardless, we need to be clear on the why and decide what we want with that as well. And then once we be clear on that, so I don't know, I want to wash the dishes, try and visualize. And you're not going to visualize necessarily washing the dishes and, and completing that act um, because we've done it so many times. It's one of those sort of second nature things. But for a bigger goal, yeah, absolutely. Um, visualize yourself completing that goal. Visualize yourself at the finish line. And I think it's important to note here that we need that deadline. We can't just have a goal without a deadline. Otherwise, we're just going to fluff about and not really get to anywhere anytime soon. So make sure we have a deadline for completion. Once we have that goal, we know what we want, we know why we want it, and we've got a deadline for completion. From there, it's just about devising a plan, coming up with a list of things we need to do to get there. And there's two things. One is the lag measures. That's the ultimate goal that we're trying to achieve. And the other one are the lead measures, and that's the smaller tasks that help us get there. So that might be, um, you know, I want to achieve, I want to lose 10 kilos before Christmas um, in 2020. And to get there, I need to go exercise for 30 minutes a day. So there's some clear measures of what you can do and hold yourself accountable for. And if you do those every day, you should be able to achieve that goal. But there might be other things in there as well, like I'm going to go for exercise 30 minutes a day every day, Monday to Friday. Um, I'm also going to eat non-sugary items all week. I'm going to allow myself a little bit of relaxation on a Sunday. So whatever your lead measures are, it's then just about having that down as a plan and sticking to that plan. And you know, you're really going to stick to that plan if that goal is really important. If you're only losing 10 kilos because you think it might attract the opposite sex or a mate to your personal life, maybe that's not a fair good reason. Um, you need to really be connected to why that's such an important goal. And then really, it's just a matter of execution. And I think this is where a lot of people become unstuck. We know what we want. Um, we think we do anyway. And then we go out there and try and get it. And the execution piece is often where we let ourselves down. Because again, rather than doing the hard things that we know we should be doing at a certain time, we often become influenced by how we feel. Oh, I've just had a bad sleep tonight. I'm not feeling too great. I'm going to avoid doing that. And instead, I'm going to sit down and watch Netflix. So again, the successful people know that regardless of how they feel, they do what needs to be done to reach those goals. And I can tell you daily in my life, uh, and I'm not highly successful. I would think I'm some level success, but in my life, I do wake up feeling on those days like I don't want to do the certain activity. For me, it's it's making phone calls in my real estate career, regardless of how I feel, that is automatic. That just has to get done. And I can't allow myself this excuse. If I'm feeling tired, if I'm feeling shitty, if I've had a bad sleep, if I'm upset because I've just had a nasty call, whatever it might be, I make sure I stick to the plan because I know that's going to get me towards the goals in my life. Execution is key. I think that's where a lot of people do fall down. The other thing I think where many of us fail is with planning. We have an idea of what we want to achieve and what we want in our life, and then we just start running. We don't stop to think. We don't stop to make a plan. Um, we don't know how this goal actually looks to be completed. We just go out there and try and achieve it, and that's where we fail because if you don't have a plan, then you're probably going to fail. What is the quote? If you, don't, if, you, if, you plan, if you don't plan, you plan to fail. If you fail to plan, sorry, you plan to fail. And I think that's a great quote too. It probably is a Brian Tracy one. 
But um, so a solid plan. It helps keep us on track and it also helps make adjustments along the way as well. Going back to that health goal, 10 kilos before Christmas, 30 minutes a day, you might find yourself that, hey, I'm following this plan, but something's just not quite connecting there. Like I didn't realize that on a Wednesday, I actually really struggled to get that 30 minutes in at the particular time I had written down. So what I'm going to do instead is adjust this and fit it in so it fits my schedule. Because you're going to overlook things when you're making a plan. It's not until you start taking action that things start to fall into place. And if it's not working, then you need to adjust. And that's why a plan's also good. So planning, execution, this is what it's all about. Self-discipline is to make yourself do what you should do, when you should do it, whether you feel like it or not. And to get there, you must be come undeniably clear on what you want. You must come up with a really solid plan so you can get there and then you must take action. You must execute that plan. And I think if you find yourself sliding, ask yourself this question, why is this so important to me? Why is this so important to me? If you really can't connect to that why, regardless of what plan you have, regardless of what task you need to do, regardless of the time, how you feel on all these things, they're just going to not matter because you have to know why you're doing what you're doing. So ask yourself that question. If uh, all else fails, why is this important to me? Guys, I hope you enjoyed this book reflection, my rant. We'll chat soon. Peace, passion, and purpose. Bye. There you have it, guys. That is this week's book reflection segment. I hope you enjoyed it. hope you enjoyed my review of the book or podcast, depending on which episode you're listening to. Uh, And if anything had some inspiration to go out there and check it out, pick up a copy of the book or have a listen to the particular podcast if you haven't already. Guys, you can support the show by using the links at thehiddenwire.com to purchase any of the books that I do review here. So if you use those links, you can purchase all your Amazon goods and that does support the show. I've also got a deal with Audible. I love books and one of the ways I get to read more books is by listening to them. And Audible has hundreds and thousands of titles there that you can choose from. So at the moment, I've got a deal with Audible. You get two free books when you sign up for a 30-day free trial. Uh, Fantastic deal, so check that out as well. Other than that, guys, if you do love what I'm putting down here, you can support the show in a number of other different ways. Number one is by leaving us a review on iTunes. That would be fantastic. It's a one to five star review and a brief comment. You can also share any of the episodes you love uh, using the social media links there as well. So share the love, share the passion, share the joy. Uh, And other than that, guys, just connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwire.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and my email listed there as well. And reach out to me. Let me know what you think of the show. I love getting some feedback. And I love the questions that come through as well. So if you have any questions of your own or suggestions, please reach out to me through that link. Other than that, guys, you know what to do. You need to go out there and breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is The Hidden Why. My name is Lee Mumlitzi. And until next time, see you later.